The following podcast is a production of the LAG signs along the way um, that I ignored because it would have been a completely ridiculous idea to me. Um, but when I found my room, it made, uh, well, I was shocked at first, but it made sense, especially considering where I found the game in the first place. Um, that would be tied in some way to me through you. Um, and I'm trying to think, when was the last time I saw any of you at all? It had to have been, like, 1999. I was a kid. I was a small kid. Tiny kid. Um, and after that, just, you know. But it would make sense in the timeline. Petsco. A lame-ass gamers network investigation. That's a dead kid. We begin Petscop 11 with Paul standing in the Newmaker plane with the prominent green key proudly spinning above his head as we saw him collect it in the last episode. Paul starts 11 by explaining a crazy idea he has on how to progress. So it's hard to do this while I'm talking, that's why I'm so quiet right now. Uh, so if you're wondering what I'm doing right now, um, I have a drawing that I could scan and send to you. I just came home and drew this big drawing um and it's still you, you still need an explanation on because the the drawing is not very clear scribbles really but um but you need the visual to understand the explanation right so you need both after paul traces out the recreated drawing in the new maker plane a familiar text box prompts us to ask okay. a question this time in gray but identical to tools holy shit holy shit it worked I mean, I was 90% sure, but <laughs> it's still a little shocking that it actually worked. That's very neat. All right, so the way this works, I'm supposed to pass on this one. After canceling out of the prompt, he advances a few steps forward, and we can now see a tire floating stationary, but spinning as if it was driving around. Paul circles the tire for a few moments before another question prompt appears. So this one we want to... We want to ask about the house. We want to ask where, just where is house? In response, the tire just spins more rapidly, seemingly directing Paul. Okay, so I don't, I don't know. I, th I mean, this probably is asking me to go this way, right? Yeah, I think that's what's happening. As Paul walks in this direction, he is then greeted with a road. This is very out of place and a stark contrast in the Newmaker Plain. That's not what I was expecting, actually. Uh, I guess a, a road makes sense, um, but it's not visually the same thing that I was expecting to see. On the side of the road, we see a sign that reads, This is a frozen house, captured three times, exactly as it was. It's a frozen house. I think we found the house. I don't know what that as Paul walks past the sign, his illuminating spotlight reveals the same house that we saw in the picture underneath the Newmaker plane. We just found the fucking house. As he interacts with the door, the key unlocks it, and the text on the screen reads, The key the still works. The key still works. It still works. Though you've unlocked the door, you can't open it. What? This is a funny callback to the fact we know Paul cannot open doors as a sprite has no arms. What? You, you can't open it. Another joke about how I can't open doors. Paul is confused, and as he walks around the outside of this house, he mentions another joke about how I can't open doors. Paul then explains that he has always had his left and rights mixed up, and walks down the road and walks left, then right, stating the age-old rhyme. Right, and so it's going to say, uh, um, righty tidy, lefty loosey, or you know, you turn this, turn this thing to the to the right. Um, and I mean, I still get confused about that because I mean, well, I know it's always the top, but um, I still have to think. I have to think. As he approaches the house after this, we now see that the door is open and inviting him into the strange home. The door open now, so I mean, <laughs> okay. The inside of the house is completely dark, but we see a strange occurrence going on. As Paul enters and his light illuminates the room, we see a TV and couch right by the entrance and a Christmas tree by the kitchen. There seems to be people just popping in and out of existence. 
They can't interact with Paul, but we see them just spawning around the house, almost alternating between the couch and kitchen. As Paul walks by the Christmas tree, we see texts that could be a conversation of the past. Where have you been? Why were you gone for such a long time? Is this a present? Who is it for? Paul examines the two calendars hanging by the tree. Got a couple of calendars here. He examines the one on the left first, and it shows the month of December in a white and gray checkered pattern, with the month's name written in green. On Christmas, there's a festive dancing tree. Paul flips back to November, and we see that the 1st through 10th is highlighted in green. We then see, as he quickly flips through all of June through October, are highlighted in green, except for June 2nd through 4th. As he continues back in May, April, and March, we see that only the weekends are highlighted in green. February only has the 2nd, 4th, 6th, 8th, 10th, and the weekends highlighted. We also see in January, every other day is highlighted. Paul then examines the right side calendar, which appears to be a different year, but this time the calendar is all in gray and white. There are no highlighted dates or any color anywhere. Paul examines these two calendars for a few moments before we hear him go into a strange conversation about the calendars on a phone call to someone we don't know. Yeah, so June to November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on that topic, I don't remember meeting this girl at all. Um, I don't remember knowing her at any point. Um, and I remember you saying that we were, that we, we are, um, exactly the same age. I don't, I just, I just don't remember even hearing about anyone going missing or anything like that. I mean, I was a kid, but even then, could have been one of those periods when we weren't visiting very much, but, uh, it seems weird. I don't know if you can, you can verify these dates, but, um, 5th of June, 10th of November. Right, when she went missing and when she, uh, was found. And the 25th here, I'm wondering what the, the what, what the animation means there. Alright, how the number is animating a bit. Uh, the 25th of December on both calendars, but they're different years. So I don't know if it means it's the 25th of December in this house, but then it's two different years. So that's... Paul then proceeds to walk over into the living room. As he is walking about, exploring the room, we see another dialogue unfold. Can I use the bathroom? Paul mentions there was a strong resemblance between him and the missing girl. As the dialogue pops back in with, Of course! We see the bathroom door swing open, catching Paul off guard. What? As Paul enters the room, we see a rather odd cutscene happen. The camera pans to the left and approaches the TV, focusing and in sync with the catchy jingle playing. We then cut back to Paul in the bathroom, a small but cozy space with everything a bathroom should have. The hell? That was an experience. However, there is a ramp leading up to the bathtub, and above it is a white block displaying one of the symbols in the backgrounds of even care rooms. Paul explains, well that was an experience, before walking up the ramp, and the screen cuts to black as he reaches the symbol block. We are then greeted by the vibrant and dancing Petscop title screen once again. Another familiar sight, we see a demo recording on Startup. The camera is focused on the entrance, where we first met Marvin, underground. We see on the other side, a pathway, and as the camera is gliding down this path, the clock is counting down prominently, as the hands are at three. As the clock reaches 3.01, it resets again, back to three, and repeats. But we now see the end of the pathway is a big, gray structure. Is this the school? 
As the camera enters the door, Paul's sprite is facing us, and we see Marvin standing behind him. Paul walks over to him, and Marvin greets us with a, Hello, Paul. Paul says, Hello back, and makes a small grammatical error, but Marvin calls him funny and laughs with ha-has displayed in his chat. He is dancing around Paul, seemingly excited. Paul then follows Marvin into the school that we saw in the pictures below. As he enters the school, the game makes a sudden change going into first person. The inside of the school puts us directly behind Paul, and even through his eyes as he appears to be tiny in this building. Infamous music plays as he wanders around, collecting pieces in the empty school. No Marvin in sight. The only green is the tool floating at the bottom of the screen, and the lockers lining the walls. The tool then begins to make strange movements, going from each side of the screen, as Paul eventually finds a locker with a very attention-grabbing padlock. Paul enters in a combo. 39, 12, 23, 33, 29, 7, 37, 2 and is prompted it is incorrect as it shakes. The green tool then takes over and puts in another combo. 18, 8, 14, 8, 13, 7, 12, 8, 13, 8, 12, 2. Upon completion, the demo recording abruptly ends, and we are back with Paul entering the bathroom again. The same animation plays, and Paul enters the bathroom this time completely normal. There is no ramp or symbol block in here like before. Paul then recounts this footage after saying the same thing when entering as before. Hell. That was an experience. Hey. I could have sworn I just saw above the bathtub... Uh, those, um, white blocks with the symbols on them. We were seeing some of those before. I could have sworn I just saw one of those right, right there. He then exits, and now we see that the house has changed. Everything's different now. The living room is now devoid of a Christmas tree, and another door has opened. Paul also discovers a bucket in the center of the room. He reads a note posted on the wall, reading... My husband may come here after 6 p.m. Please stay overnight if you can. Thank you so, so much. Mm. Paul then goes back to the calendar. This time, June is shown with the first and the fifth highlighted. This time, June is shown with the first highlighted and the fifth animated and jumping. Paul references the fifth and wonders if he can find the in-game time and discovers a strange device next to the newly opened room he enters. The hell is this? The new room is Care's bedroom where we see Care A frozen in a cube on the bed. Another Care. An AC unit is shaking in her window. I'm supposed to get up on the bed. The clock in the room reads 6.13 and Paul investigates the room a bit before realizing he can't progress. He exits the house and makes his way to the other side of the window yeah, in Care's room. I don't know what we can do here. He realizes that he can't enter the window from the outside and returns back to the bedroom. Um, but Just before the clock hits 6.15, as Paul enters the closet again, convinced that he missed something, the door shuts on him, trapping him. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fun thing. Fun thing that just happened. I can't close doors. I can't I can't open doors either, so I That's fun. As the clock hits 6:15, Marvin crashes through the window, breaking the AC unit and catching Care A. What? A loud alarm ringing occurs and a message prompts us. Care left the room. The closet door opens, freeing Paul, oh. and in that instant, everything is back to normal, as yeah. if it didn't happen. Put everything back where it was. I still can't, um... 
He leaves to return outside the house, right, trying so. to figure out where Marvin came from. Now, a convenient ladder is resting outside her window. Yeah, yeah, now there's a cute little ladder there. Paul repeats the shocking scene Marvin made and catches Care A after crashing through her window, as he did. Ta-da! Well, that's that. Um, once I can look at the... As Paul goes to read her description in the start menu, a message says, I'll come out in a minute. Keep playing. Care A's description says, When the emergency began, you were all looking for Care A. I told you all, we would never find Care A. When Care A goes missing, she goes missing forever. My brother didn't want us to find him because he knew we were all looking for Michael A. I'm back. This is my present for you. I started it back in 1996. For Marvin. If you think they're worth any effort, see if you can save Care B or Care NLM. Care B is in the school, of course. Fuck you all and fuck me as well. Merry Christmas. Check your bathroom now. Signed. Raymond. Paul then goes into a strange dialogue discussing how he vaguely remembers Rainer at a birthday party and that he was significantly older than them. I saw him at a birthday party once. All the older kids were down in the basement playing video games. Hi from everyone. He was down there too. He was, a, he was older than the rest of them though. Check your bathroom. Like the description said, Paul checks the bathroom, and the screen cuts back to the demo recording of the school. Paul walks into one of the rooms, and the camera angle reverts to normal, as we appear to be in a small classroom with Marvin. Marvin says, play music for baby. She will be Melody. A purple pyramid spawns in the room and is placed over Paul's mouth. Paul then begins to play Stravinsky's Septet, at which Marvin compliments, Lovely. Paul plays an impressive stretch, but eventually starts messing up. Marvin then says, She tripped and fell, and is lost. Paul continues to hit the wrong notes for a few moments before being ordered to stop by Marvin. He then exclaims sorry to Marvin, to which Marvin replies, Tiara plays bad music too. Do it right next time. Paul just says, Sad. Marvin addressing Paul once more with, Okay, Paul. And that is the conclusion of Petscop 11. Hey everybody, it is your boy Chili Cheese Jay here for the LAG Radio Network, and this is Pet Scop, the discussion. And uh, we'll go ahead and give out the places you can find us. We are on Twitter at the LAG Network. I'm utilizing that more often now because I just am kind of done with Facebook, and I'm not a fan of Facebook anymore. So, eh, Twitter is a lot more useful for what we do. And uh, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Play, Radio Public, pretty much anywhere where you can listen to podcasts except Spotify, because Spotify is a pain in the ass to get your podcast on there. So, with that out of the way, I am here, of course, with Creepy Pete, who just narrated Petscop 11 for you. What up, what up? You put a lot of work into that one. Yeah, was, so. oh man, I was up all <laughs> night writing that shit. The calendars were horrible. That yeah. was horrible to go through. We knew going into this, and you, you know, if you li- listen to our discussions before, we've been kind of like building up towards Petscop 11. So we'll start this by just saying 
Before Petscop 11, uh, viewers of the Petscop series had to wait an agonizing six months in between videos. And what we're experiencing now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there were some people that were like had given up on it. They were kind of like, well, it's, you know, it's done. And then um, the people behind it changed the, the, the profile picture on their youtube page and they just removed paul from that and they put out some message and because people are like they you know talking about how it's not an arg when when paul's ready we'll have more videos stuff like that and then the day before this video came out on december 24th christmas eve the description it was okay this is from the petscop progress document on the reddit on December 24th, 2017, the profile picture returned to its original variant and the about section changed once more. And, and this is what it stated now. Everything we wish to say is below. The purpose of this YouTube channel is to preserve and display the recordings within the video game Petscop while keeping some of their content private. They were first given to us as a Christmas gift many years ago. The game had an, interest, the game had an interesting journey before and after that day. Paul created some additional recordings in 2017 as a way to show Petscop gameplay to his friend, who is, we assume, is who he's talking to in those early videos. Even in this one, he talks on the phone, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he's talking, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. It's, it sounds like he's almost losing his mind, like trying to like put pieces together in the beginning of this video. Uh, where was I? He later, I know, he created this account in order to upload those additional recordings in video format. He later passed ownership of the channel to us, but continued to record himself at our strong suggestion. Though he had issues with the arrangement, these have finally been settled. Please enjoy the recordings in Petscop. We do. Smiley face. Happy little message. So that was the day before the video dropped. So everyone who saw that and posted it on the Reddit and all like going crazy. Petscop's back. Don't think they quite knew what they had in store the next day with the 29 minute video that dropped and just threw all kinds of shit at you in that 29 minutes. And we're going to somehow try to cover it. It's not easy to do because a lot of this stuff is still theories and and, and whatnot and so we can do our best to help. give you what we think and <laughs> <laughs> so the video begins with paul just wandering around the new maker plane or seemingly to us he's wandering around um and just rambling on about uh people and dates and things of that nature and talking about how he knew her, you know, and we assume he's talking about care, and um, we don't need to go through all of that because we do it. It's a, it's, it's on the, yeah, it's it's on the narration. The narration, yeah. So as he's walking around, we slowly learn, and you know, you know more about this than I do, but what he's doing while he's wandering around the new maker plane. I didn't understand it for the longest time. I probably didn't understand what he did until my second time watching through it. But it's literally, long story short, he has this drawing that he did like when he was a child. And it, somehow the game recognizes that drawing and him tracing out the exact lines. However, he did. Somebody on the Reddit posted like the image of it and it's, it literally looks like just a bunch of squiggles. I don't know how the fuck he was able to like do that, but it, somehow it worked. And he had to have been tipped off about that because he mentions when the text box comes up, he says, oh, I'm supposed to pass on this one. Yeah. And then he finds the tire and he's like, okay, this is the one that I can ask questions. Everything is very deliberate. Yeah. So somebody gave him a tip or a heads up on like, hey, you might want to try this out. But it would have to be somebody super close to him who, like, why that drawing, you know? Like, obviously it's connected to him, but why like how do you know and why is what he finds a giant spinning wheel on a pyramid i mean I, <laughs> what I is the significance of, of that my take on that was like the the wheel takes him to the road which is super out of place for pet scott that's just my take on it which is when the camera starts going out of range yeah yeah and like you start getting the clock stuff that happens on the road too and like that was my connection to it was like the wheel was like hey this is like where the new maker plane isn't an endless void of grass like there's a tire 
but that that's the only connection I could think of that would make sense. That's and, just how I took yeah. it. Yeah, and when he when the 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 speech bubble pops up and to prompt a question, he asks, "Where is the house?" So, and that's where the tire ends up leading him to. Which I what's when he's on that road when the camera does start to fiddle around a little bit on him too, and which is just something that randomly happens in some in some scenes of Pet Scop. Yeah, it just like unlocks from him and then like yeah. he just kind of wanders. So he finally gets to the house, which is the greenhouse we've seen before. And he has the, the green key above his head and the green key then disappears and opens the door for him. And where he makes the statement about the games now making it, it's a joke about the fact that he can't open doors. He has no arms. And as awesome, Creepy Pete just said, you know, it, he, it's a salty response. It's like, you know, just another joke another about me. Another joke about how he can't open doors. <laughs> <laughs> or, and he says something, like, yeah, he, that's what he says. And he, he, like, goes into his whole thing about how he's always got his left and rights mixed up. And it says that whole thing about this is a frozen house and all of that business, which is kind of like, that to me, just like, it's frozen in time. Frozen in, you know, the, the state of... Um, Whatever, because when he when he walks in, it's it's all Christmased out and shit, and there's trees and there's like g- uh, ghosts of people popping in and out of the screen. You can hear mummerings that I have tried to amplify and make audible, and you still can't understand a damn word anybody's saying. I'm gonna try again. I got more tools I can use. I was about to ask how that went, but I, yeah, I, clearly not not uh, that well. I'm gonna try again on Monday. Um, and at that point, uh. Well, he sees there's the the, gar- the garage is locked, um, and there's that item with the chains on it. Or is that later? Is that that's after a little the event? bit later? He like opens up the door, and it's again. It's like how would you know this stuff? But like while he's explaining like the left and rights, he walks back to the road, and then he walks to the left, and then he walks back to the right as if you were like grabbing a doorknob turning it and then opening it super weird and he's explaining the entire time like he's like okay righty tighty lefty loosey and he's like moving around this road yeah and that's what opens the door it blows my mind i'm gonna have to go back and watch that after we're done recording this bam yeah it's that's super interesting like he like automatically knows too like he doesn't even question it he's like oh another joke about how i can't open doors and then he just goes straight to the road and he's like I've always got my rights and lefts mixed up. And then he, like, starts doing a little rhyme and, like, walking around the road. Sure as fucking shit, it's open. (laughs) (laughs) That's bizarre. (laughs) It makes things like that make Petscop seem like it really is an entity that knows. But I'm under more of the assumption that Rainer just programmed all this. And, like, you know, there's so many references to this is my present to you and I made this for Marvin, like... I don't know if Rainer was part of, like, some, like, demonic cult that made a cursed video game, but, like, I feel more like Rainer anticipated Paul to figure all this stuff out, like a Da Vinci's Code. Or whoever was intended. Yeah, or for whoever was intended, because I'm sure there's multiple people. Well, we know there's multiple people who play Petscop, because Mom had it. And and Petscop 15 happens. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Okay, so when he does enter the house, like I said, there's it's decked out as if it's Christmas Day and stuff, and like the whole family, well, seemingly a family, there's ghosts popping in and out, um, and the murmurs, and um, at this point, I mean, you know, I mean, you you had to deal with it while writing the narrative, so the whole calendar situation, which Fuck is sucked, it's <laughs> it's just. Well, first of all, let's stop thinking that video drops are going to happen on those dates. Yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. That that's we always get don't. excited. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more, you know, in, it's it's for in-game content, not for us. Um, but there's definitely correlations to. I mean, he even says like this is when she went missing and stuff, and all the blacked-out dates after correspond to like her missing and shit and. I believe it was Nightmare Masterclass who made the point, and I'm definitely under the strong assumption that the green highlighted dates are like custody, like Marvin's custody of care. Yeah. Because that also lines up with like when she went missing and like 
the fact that it's only on weekends at a certain point, and then it's like every other day, then it's back to weekends, like, it looks suspiciously close to a custody calendar. And on the the day that he's in that house on Christmas Day is the year 2000. Because there's two yeah. calendars. There's 1997 and there's 2000. Um, and the Christmas Day has a little Christmas tree icon moving around. Um, so, and then there's also there, there's the, which I don't think you noticed. I, when I showed it to you, there's that one date on the calendar where it looks like it has little symbols barely in, yeah, in the top I right corner. No that you idea. Barely make out, but they're definitely there. Still don't know what those are. Um, well, I think it's like an X and an arrow point and then something else. Um, and, uh, but yeah, we, they figured out that all the dates correspond to the year 2000 on the one on the right and on the one on the left it was figured out that all the dates correspond to the year 1997 which is when the kidnapping happened uh so now speaking of rabbit holes um one of the things that like the first when i first got into petscop because i got into petscop after uh 11 had dropped yeah i wish i could have it's bittersweet yeah I wish I didn't experience the weight because I'm experiencing the weight now. Yeah, and it's excruciating. But I do also kind of wish I was a part of it from the start. Yeah, definitely. But uh, the first time I watched Eleven, this was the moment when I was like, this thing is fucking wild. It's when he walks into the bathroom and that, yep. that uh, yep. F- <laughs> FMV triggers and the bing, 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 bing. And on the first time, is it moving forward in to the TV screen? Or back? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going in on the yeah. first time, and I believe it's going out on the second time. And then it then it goes back to the uh, bathroom where Paul's like, oh, that was weird. And then he there's one of those white symbol blocks in the bathtub with a ramp leading up to it. And as he approaches it, we stop and go to an entirely new demo sequence, which is just one of the more cryptid cryptid um not cryptid I'm, i've been playing too much fallout cryptic yeah cryptic <laughs> cryptic, cryptic is the word you're looking for <laughs> especially when first getting into pet scott but i mean it's like that whole demo sequence i'm probably skipping a little bit ahead but there's a dialogue that we find from rayner about like him going in the bathroom because it's very clear that he's the one that's asking can I use the bathroom? And all the family of the captured house are like asking like, where have you been? It's been years. Like, and it's like in the year 2000 and they're like all super confused. And like Rainer has a moment where he's just like, yeah, check your bathroom. Fuck you. Fuck you all. Like he's like super upset. He's talking about his brother, Mike. That was my moment of holy shit. Something's going on because I'm convinced that like Rainer just killed himself in the bathroom and like that was just no he's like you know fuck you fuck you all like yeah it is it's pretty it's a pretty intense yeah it, like i was yeah. not expecting that at all it, it really hit hard so the symbol in the bathroom corresponds to the background of randis and waver's room and even care because as we know the new maker playing the even care are connected there's no doubt about that so at the beginning of the first demo segment in Petscop 11, there's footage which appears to represent a first-person view from a driving car. Superimposed on this view is an image of a clock, identical to the one in the house, with the minute hand unmoving in relation to the screen. The clock moves, the whole the clock itself moves instead. And when the clock starts on this screen, it's 510, but after the movement, the time switches to 615, which we find out is when care is kidnapped here in a short while and that corresponds with the note left in the kitchen of like my husband will be home after six like can you please stay thank you so so much I- i'm convinced there's like kiss mark at the end of that but i'm i'm probably looking into that way too deeply that's probably just some random ass pet scop symbol so this whole sequence then leads us to the school and the bizarre thing about this sequence is Paul is now in a first-person view while he's inside the school. And he's tiny, like he's a child. Like when you're in the first-person view, yeah, the and, school is huge. So the school appears during the two demo scenes 
after Marvin speaks with the player character in front of a bench in the Newmaker plane, is that's when the we uh, again see the um, the text w- uh, prompted by uh, buttons on the PlayStation controller, which it's in the progress document they've like deciphered some of that as well. And Marvin's like running around doing his thing, and he calls Paul Paul with two L's as well, like Paul Malls. Yeah. Which has now become part of the lore of Pet Scott. People refer to that demo character as Paul with two L's. Yeah, that um, just still kind of confuses me. I get it because it's in a demo most of the time. Yeah. I think all of the time it's in a demo, but yeah, I still haven't fully figured that one out. I don't have a whole lot of theories on that one. But it's at this point where Marvin leads him to the school. Upon entering, a loading screen plays with what appears to be Marvin's face with a triangular object, which we will find out kind of what that is by the end of this demo sequence. Or by the end of the video. Not this specific demo sequence. Uh, inside the building, the camera fixes behind the player character and can be turned and rotated to see any part of the room, as opposed to the normal fixed direction camera in the game. And then there's also a green tool on the screen, which kind of you'd think represents Marvin somehow. It takes um, over, too. Yep. Uh, similar to a point-and-click cursor. As the player character moves around, some objects and textures disappear at certain angles. The player character also appears to be smaller than normal, especially when compared to the pieces on the ground. This could indicate that this area is unpolished or that the character represents a small child in the scene. The interior of the school appears mostly gray with large staircases, several pieces littering the floor, and walls lined with lockers, closed classroom doors and windows. During the first demo sequence, the player character explores and collects pieces. As this happens, the player character is stopped several times while the green tool appears to activate and move around the screen at seemingly random intervals. Eventually, the player uses a single dial padlock placed on one of the lockers. The player turns the dial first to the left and changes directions. It puts in 39, 12, 23, 33, 29, 7, and 38. The green tool then activates and continues moving the lock, changing directions at 18, 8, 14, 8, 13, 7, 12, 8, 13, 8, 12, and stops at 2. I would also like to point out that no combination would be that unnecessarily long. That yeah. is so intentional. And why was it that Paul's just didn't work, so Marvin took over and entered the correct one? That's how or I took it. Or did it need it? to be all put in like that? Yeah, I mean, that's how I took it. But it's fucking Pet Scott. <laughs> so it's at that point to where we get that jingle again. The bing, bang, bing, bing, bang, bang. But this time, the, cam- the FMV, the camera's moving out of the TV rather than towards the TV. And it goes back... To the bathroom again, and it's Paul saying, "Well, that was weird." It, it's the exact the same exact sequence same. of events as when that block was in the room, and but now the block is gone. But he makes the same movements and everything. It's like they match up perfectly. It's like, like it never happened. Yeah, this is yeah. the first time that a video has synced with itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. So, I, I remember. You know, before I found the progress document and all of that, trying to make sense out of that scene, the way it ends the school and then that whole sequence being the same, it's like, how can that be possible? It it just makes no sense how that... But it also is kind of correlating... This is how we correlate to the two timelines. Because now when he exits the door, it's 1997. It's not Christmas Day anymore. It's yeah. It's not the 2000 anymore. It's It's June 5th. Yeah, June 5th. Yeah, we're because this is the day. Yeah, this is the day. The big day. So, and he checks that count, and then the the calendar for the year 2000 is gone. It's not there anymore. Um, so, this is when he's like roaming around, and he finds the letter, the from from uh, Rainer. Yeah. No, 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 no. The one, the one about her husband coming home. Right, right, right. That is like, yeah, because that's right before her kidnapping. Right. And we see that like really appalling scene of Marvin just breaking through the AC. Yeah. So he goes into the room, and as we just saw in that clock that moved in the demo sequence, went to six fifteen. Well, Paul's just dicking around in the room. He cares on the bed, shaking and turning blue, but he can't approach her, and she has like a force field around her as well. 
And so Paul, when he realizes he can't do anything with care, he goes into the bathroom and the door fucking closes on him. And Paul can't open doors. No, so. he's stuck. He's <laughs> so he's even more salty now. There's so He like says a few things. I don't remember exactly what it is. But we sit there and wait and wait. And we watch the clock tick down. You get the clock's in the corner of the room. Once it hits 6.15, which feels like an eternity, the AC unit, which the AC unit is above care and like shaking around and obviously turned on. The AC unit just busts out and Marvin jumps in and kidnaps Care and then leaves. And then we get the same message from the phone in the, yeah. I believe it's the second episode, where it's like Care has left the room right after the phone was ringing. Yep. So there's a possibility that those happened at the same exact mm-hmm. time, which is also extremely fucking confusing. Yeah. Either, the, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I think it'd have to be at the same time. I was about to throw something out there, but I debunked it in my head immediately. (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, um, uh, the door finally opens and lets Paul out. But we kind of reset. The whole thing resets. And Paul gets out of the bathroom, cares back on the bed. As if it never happened. The clock goes back. And so now Paul is just kind of, you know, running around. Goes out back behind the house. Sees the ladder that Marvin used to get into the window to capture Kara and, and kidnaps her himself. And does he, he look, does he look at her description right away? She said, "Yeah, pretty pretty soon after he catches her, because the ladder's still there. Obviously, he goes and he catches her, and he's like pretty excited that he was able to do that. And he just immediately goes into the start menu and starts looking through her description. I believe that is where the note from Rainer is, where it's talking about, and it's in the narration. I'm not going to go through all of it. I do have it pulled up on my phone, but it's a pretty long message about basically the summary of it is like, she was a kid. She went missing. You were all looking for the same girl that went missing. Obviously she's changed. She's been through some really traumatic shit. And you're never going to find the same girl that went missing. But if he mentions, if you think it's worth any effort, see if you can find Care B and Care NLM. And then he gives you the locations of both of those. Yeah. And that's when he's like, yeah, fuck you all. Check your bathroom. I believe he killed himself. Which is metal. (laughs) Super fucking metal. To just do that. But he would have had to make this game, though. And then put that in the game oh you're right because Rainer made this yeah I never thought about that but we know that things can be edited when he dropped off so we know that he started this project in 1997 so when Kara was kidnapped and And other people have have, and other people have played it spoiler alert but we also know that he dropped the game off and gave it as a present in 2000, which was the dialogue that we hear when we first enter the house. Yeah. So I'm thinking the game was finished. Well, Petscope's growing organism, like we know that, but like the game was at least playable by the time that Rainer dropped it off. So I still think that it's likely that he he just offed himself in the family yeah. bathroom. Because, I mean, spoiler alert, yes, we know that people since have edited this game. Oh, entirely, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. been Huge proven. spoiler alert, yeah. yeah. Anybody who's seen Petscop has seen the editor menu, and like, yeah. So, and it's kind of necessary for us to, to to throw that in there if we are talking about Rainer offing himself, because the, the, we have to have that in there to make more sense of how the game is a growing organism. Yeah, because 11 in of itself makes absolutely no sense without the context of the other videos. Yeah. Because this is where, like, this is where rabbit holes are, like... Really deep. Mazes are yeah. now being, you, you have, know. like, five different pathways you could go down. All of them are plausible. Um, And he does not drop her off at... Well, not now. At the child library. Does he do that in 11? No, not that I remember. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, he goes into like another demo sequence like shortly after, mm-hmm. and that's like where Marvin is like teaching him how to play yeah, music. Yeah, he's in the classroom. Yeah. It's no longer in first person like the last time we were in the school, but it, this is also a demo sequence. Um, and it's using that phonetic language with the, the button, the, the pressing buttons. and stuff. And 
Marvin clearly got it down pat. Well, and Paul just like, tries his hardest. <laughs> it and, takes him a little bit, yeah. but he learns better than I would. I'd be sitting there like super confused trying to like do it one by one. But yeah. And uh, at that point, he, um, I mean, you've already done the narration describing how it all plays out, but that's where in that um, loading screen, that, that little purple triangular object, uh, Marvin gives that to Paul <coughs> excuse me and tells him to, to play what, what does he say play he, Care's favorite song or, wait play no he, I remember the line because it doesn't make sense at all he starts off with play music for baby oh, yeah. she will be melody I still don't understand that I'm assuming the baby's in reference to like I, I don't know. I would want to say Care, but Care is definitely not a baby. She's a young child, but not a baby. Yeah. It could be Belle or Tiara, but Marvin makes a lot of references that Paul and... And there's the whole thing with... Well... We'll, we'll cover that in 12. Because, yeah. Yeah, 12, 12, 12 gets pretty in-depth with I'm that. I'm actually psyched for 12. 12, yes, 12, 12 is my favorite episode. I love episode 12. Um... And at that point, after you know, he he doesn't. Play, Marvin pretty much says he sucks. Yeah, <laughs> he but he play plays long. an impressive string for yeah. like forty seconds. Like he's hitting every note perfectly. And even even Marvin is like, "This is great." Like I think he says something along the lines of like "beautiful" or something like that. Yeah. And then he he makes another dialogue mention, and then after that, Paul just starts right. just fucking up. And, and the notes turn red. Yeah. Blood red. Yeah, just letting him know he's not doing a yeah. bad job. Or he's not doing a good job. And that's basically where Pet Scop 11 comes to a close. <laughs> I love Paul's response to Marvin. Marvin's like, it's okay. Tiara plays bad music too. And Paul, all Paul says is, sad. <laughs> <laughs> and then all Marvin has to say is, okay, Paul. And then it just ends there. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not bringing politics into it, but it, 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 it that's definitely it, like, because this was taking place after when Trump was president. And he yeah. did yeah. all these tweets with like, just sad. Sad. <laughs> sad. That's all he had to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean... The whole purpose of Eleven is to really open up more questions than to answer anything other than the date that Care went missing. Uh, we got to see finally how Care was kidnapped. Um, the Rainer stuff, thinking about it how we've talked about it, is definitely more interesting now. Um, and then more demo sequences. And yeah, just a whole lot of questions that some of them have been answered kind of since but a very select few yeah but will. 11 is definitely where pet scott blossoms yeah it's definitely where the the split happens because like yeah now we have i mean when we talk about splits we have these timelines now we're working in and in game he's like going between the, t the timelines in game and, you know, which, like you said, that makes that whole thing of uh, him answering the phone and saying that Kikere has, has left the room. And, you know, I can't bring it up. It's, it's a spoiler alert. It's a spoiler. Because I won't do it. I won't do it. I'll wait till we get there. I want to do it though. <laughs> but I, can't, I, can't, I can't, can't do it because that's it, it. Would be an essential thing to bring up during the discussion for sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixteen is which if which if you've seen sixteen, which we all have, you know, um, you could probably piece together what I'm getting at. So, I guess Please, I mean we need seventeen. God damn it, you're we, right. We, we need, need 17. 17. And it ain't happening on Christmas Day this time. No, I, I want it to, but I know it won't. We can't be relying on the calendars no, anymore. No, this was the one time, which is like, uh, that was fun that we brought that up in our little the watch along that never got posted, but I got to use that line. How it's me bitching about how none of these videos correspond, and then we both at this exact time say, <laughs> except for Christmas. 
that's like the perfect intro for that teaser that I made. Yeah. It's oh, perfect it, timing yeah. coming off of, you know, 16 and the weight and everything. And so that all that worked out. That's why, like, when I, I think I texted you about, like, about getting the script because I was going to mold, I was going to use part of the script to make the trailer. And then when I heard that and everything, I was like, nope, that's it. Yeah, that, that is, is absolutely that's how we tease this episode because that's perfect. Because it emphasizes the weight, it emphasizes the frustration. You know, and that was a key thing with Eleven. People had been waiting so long for this video. Six months, if I'm not mistaken. We're getting mistaken, so right? restless that the people behind Petscop had to like address it on their page, which is why now things change. Before, I wonder if that's what triggered this. I bet you're right. It's like now, every time before a video, something on that page is tweaked, or in this case, with the last one, just fucking completely nuked. Yeah, totally <laughs> nuked. It it changed so radically i mean just recordings of a video game that is not petscop at all i mean it is but it's so rudimentary yeah of a description encryptic yeah encrypt yeah it's very cryptic and the fact when the profile picture changing to the dimly lit car in the garage that you can't weird. even see unless yeah. you boost the brightness yeah. up it's that's that's weird spoiler alert yeah huge spoiler <laughs> alert but you can see it live right now well, ho- uh, well, I'm talking about the car in the garage because by if the I, time you see this, we haven't gotten in that garage as of 11. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it does that's not, not until, until way 14. later. That's that. That's gonna be another juggernaut. This one wasn't too bad. It it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. For I think sure. we were just frustrated that we couldn't get it out when we wanted to get it out. So, but that's Petscop. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. in the spirit of Petscop. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have said all the normie stuff we had to do. I should have said, yeah, we're just doing it like they do. I, I contemplated dropping this on Christmas because that would be the year anniversary of Petscop 11. But if by chance they put something out on Christmas Day, no one's going to give a fuck about this podcast. So Yeah, figured, that's true. Yeah. It's not chance that. It will blow us out of the water. <laughs> Watch them put out a fucking video the day we put this po- yeah, podcast ju- out. Ju- just to fucking spite the oh, viewers. Man. <laughs> all right. I'm Chili Cheese J. That's Creepy Pete. This has been LAG Investigation of Petscop Part 5. So, stay tuned. We'll do more. I imagine you'll get a Creepypasta show out. Yeah, so, I'm going to try and get one out soon. I'm going to do a chill cast. It's been a soon, while. So we're going to get get more content going. It's been a little slow, but this time of year, hey, the holidays are what they are. Yeah, and I hate them. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I'm glad. 100%. I'm glad I have a fellow in uh, hating the holidays, because yep, annoys the shit out of me. So, everyone have fun. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be celebrating a new pet scop soon. So, with that, we're out. Peace. It's all I want for Christmas: pet scop seventeen, and Paul to be able to open doors. Yeah. <laughs>